You got your coffee? Mm-hmm. I have my coffee. I said that when you were mid-drink, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, trying to choke me. That's, That's okay. Mine's too hot. I can't drink it yet. Oh, so you just wanted me to spill mine so that we both do without. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Gonna get a share. You're welcome. <laughs> I figured that you could do with a nice big coffee stain down your top. I, you know, that always adds to the, <laughs> the fashion sense. Fashion. That's me. Yep. How are ya? What's uh, new? I are. Um, oh. <laughs> Nothing's really new. Everything's just revisiting old stuff. <laughs> Everything is shit. Yes, and it's just... The world is burning. It's a rerun. <laughs> it's a rerun. And I don't really like reruns. I don't like this episode. No. I want to skip 2020. Thank you, yes. It wasn't fun in the 60s, and it's... Yeah, nah. We should have had a bingo card. We should have had a bingo card. <laughs> 2020 bingo. <laughs> to see if the murder... Well, hey, the, I didn't have the murder hornets on mine, though. No. Did you? No. I'd say. I mean, who could have seen that coming? Hey, I... Who the hell knows? <laughs> oh, I mean, there's so many things I did not see coming. I hate everything and everyone. Ah, uh, with you there. Yeah. Everything is dust. <laughs> um... Dust in the wind. No, I'm yeah, not going to subject don't. you to that. I've already sung to you enough today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, please. Um, what are we talking about? Well, you name it. I'm just here. You're just here for the awesome times that we're not having today. Yeah, I'm here for the aggravation. So, we're going to be talking today... Um, we should have brought gin instead of coffee. Mm-hmm. About Breonna Taylor. And also, um, I'm covering Eleanor Bumpers. Do mm-hmm. you know about her? Uh, the name is familiar, but I do not know the full story. Okay. I wanted to do something that was in line with what we're seeing right now, which is horrific. And also... You know, just a reminder that actually this has been going on for so long. And so I wanted to get in the Wayback Machine mm-hmm. for it. But um, mine is from 1984. Wow. Yeah. So, yep. how do you want to do this one? Well, you go ahead and do the definitions and the, the and talk about our, our young lady from 1984. and then She was not young. But she was a lady. But she was a lady. So, um, overwhelmingly, what you find is that it's people of color are the target of police brutality a lot more. But also, women of color are so underrepresented in what you read about and what you hear about and what you get all the social media hashtags about um thankfully we're seeing a lot more for Breonna Taylor than than there may have been had George Floyd not happened mm-hmm. you know people are are going hey what about her which mm-hmm. needs to happen um the cops who murdered her still have not been arrested which is bullshit mm-hmm. um yeah, so from Britannica.com, police <laughs> brutality is defined as the unwarranted or ex- 
excessive and often illegal use of force against civilians. Um, it can encompass anything from verbal abuse and harassment to torture and murder. Um, and to be clear, murder is what has happened. It's happened to Philando Castile, it's happened to Eric Garner, it's happened to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Eleanor Bumpers, among countless others. Um, the history of racially motivated police brutality goes way back to at least the 1600s. Um, the, it goes from the slave patrols that used to roam around to the LAPD's complicity in attacks on Mexican-Americans, culminating in the Zoot Suit Riots, which I kind of thought was just like a fun song from the 90s until I read about that. It is not, not fun. fun. No. <laughs> Nothing about this is fun. No. Everyone's turned off their <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, so I mean, if you were looking for fun and... and, and this like, is not the episode <laughs> for you. No, this is not. No. Um... Yeah, it's in no way acceptable. And just saying that we think it's horrible is not good enough and never has been good enough. And white people, we need to do better. <laughs> we And the thing is that it's, you know, everybody's angry right now and everybody's mad and everybody's donating and marching and protesting and remembering and hashtagging and whatever, but actually, this isn't the work. Like The work needs to go in at a systemic level and it needs to be sustained and continuous and it's a lot of us looking in on ourselves and going where do we fit in this and how can we be genuine allies not just... Not just in the moment. Yeah and not just you know virtue signaling on Twitter. So yeah. Oh, it's fun. Buckle up, because this shit's sad, and you'll leave angry. Some I'm are angry. Already. I was going to say some are already angry. Some of us have been angry for a couple weeks now. Yes, some of us have been. Cannot count the number of times I have looked at the news or whatever and had a good cry about this. I mean, as has everyone else. Yeah. Like, to be honest, it's not. We're not alone in that. No. And the thing is that this shit happens all the time. Yeah, well, that's the that's the whole thing. That's the difference in this and during, say, the 60s. In the 60s, mm -hmm. we relied upon our newspapers and a, a news broadcast once a night to, you know, to report what was going on. Now, you've got people wandering around with their phones, and, I mean, if something goes wrong, it's right now. And everyone sees it, knows about it, has, As they an should. has an opinion about it, and is more than willing to start sharing. Mm. Even well, without knowing the full story, they still they start sharing. Yeah. And it's like... But you know, had there not been that video of what happened with George I, Floyd, you can bet your ass they wouldn't have been held accountable. I, absolutely. I, I have to agree with you. There have been so many times over the past 60 years that... Or more. Or more, but in my lifetime that, you know, shit has happened mm -hmm. that no one ever finds out about, um, I mean, and no one saw, no one knew, and the ones that did know kept their mouth shut and their head down. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, so now it's changed the game. And that's good. 
I saw that um, thing that was going around. It's being attributed to Will Smith. I don't know if it's actually him or not, but mm-hmm. saying that racism hasn't gotten worse. It's just that it's people just now, now have it's being videoed. Yes. videos on their phones. Exactly, <laughs> and and I have to agree with it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. However, like, like you can't say that certain people have not stoked racial tensions. Well, no, you, there are always those. Yeah, and you know, you have to be smart enough as a human being and as an electorate to make up your own damn mind. Yeah, but uh, do I we mean, really want to give um, so everyone know. that much credit? Well, I, you know, the, these if, unless they want to continue to see things disturbed and burned and disrupted, uh, they probably need to get some credit and get some brains happening, huh? I'm not going to hold my breath. Well, no, neither am I. Um, yeah, so... I just want to, on the topic of things burning, Mm. you can bet that had that been my child who Mm. was Uh screaming out and saying he can't breathe, I would be burning the whole fucking world down Mm. to get some change and to get some charges. Yeah. So. Well, supposedly they have now at least charged those guys, correct? Yeah. um, It started off with third degree murder. Yeah. After how many days of actual yeah, riots? I, I think that was when I lost the plot, was yeah. when it was just a third degree charge, and then the, the complicit people were not were not charged with anything, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was when I just kind of went, oh, okay, I can't. Like, that is second degree at the least. I don't know that you can prove premeditation, except that that cop had a long list of complaints, and had previously apparently known George Floyd. So, so I don't knows. know if you could prove premeditation to make it first, but that is at the very least second degree and accessory. Yeah. Well, hopefully things will. Hopefully the system will work. I mean, I, again, <laughs> well, I, I know. Again, not going to hold my breath, but yeah, there's enough publicity and pressure that it it may actually work this time. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about um, Eleanor Bumpers, who was murdered by the NYPD on October 29th, 1984. So, Eleanor was an African-American woman. She was in her late 60s, and she had a history of mental health issues, which I know, I know. Um, Honestly, there isn't enough education and understanding about that now, and we're talking about 36 years ago. 36? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to do some quick math. Yeah. (laughs) Not my strong suit. (laughs) (laughs) So it was essentially non-existent then. Um, And that's not good enough. It has never been good enough. I could rant about that for hours. I've got bread to make, so... (laughs) (laughs) You can't can't go on one of your tyrannical rants right now. (laughs) Tyrannical? I cannot, and I will not. That is a focus for another day. Um, But the point is that it's not good enough. No, it's not. Um, Eleanor was a mother of seven. She was a grandmother of ten. She grew up in Jim Crow era North Carolina and post-World War II New York. Mm. Um, I say that because pretty much everything that you read and that you find about her when you Google her is about the shooting. It's about the incident. Mm -hmm. Nothing focuses on her life. And I think that it's so important to remember 
that these are people uh-huh. who had families. She had seven children and ten grandchildren, and that's really important to remember. It's not just about what happened to her, mm-hmm. it's about the who lives she? that were changed mm-hmm. or ended and who she was. Mm-hmm. And yes, she has mental health had mental health issues, and yes, she was not making it easy but she didn't deserve what happened to her um yeah i think that that's that's really important to remember with all of these cases yeah they're not just headlines they are in fact people with lives and families and the thing that pissed me off to no end when news was just sort of coming through about this George Floyd thing was the toxicology reports from his autopsy yeah. showing methamphetamines and all this other stuff. And I was like, actually, that's not what this is about. And that doesn't matter when you're talking about what's happened here. Like, it is about this person who should not have been murdered and was. Um, So prior to the incident, Eleanor had told her daughter that somebody in her building was harassing her. Her daughter, very smartly, told her that she should keep her door locked, and side note, like, super good advice anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, If listening to a ton of true crime podcasts has taught me nothing, it's to lock your doors, lock your windows, like Jerry from Conspiracy Theory level locks, (laughs) (laughs) just lock it up. Get a Coke bottle. Yeah. Um, anyway, she had some maintenance complaints, and so she refused to pay her rent until that was sorted out. However, when the housing authority sent someone, she refused them entry. I know. Um, apparently, later in a phone conversation, she told the housing authority that she wouldn't pay her rent because people had come through her windows, walls, and floor to rip her off. So, I mean, clearly there's some yes. some things going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, when on October 12th she finally admitted the maintenance workers, they found that the faults she had brought up, which were a light and an issue with her stove, were actually fine. But they did find several other concerning items in the house, which Eleanor blamed on Reagan and his people. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not going to go into the items. You can Google that and see for yourself what they are. That's not the important part of this. And honestly, all it does is makes what happened with her seem not quite as big, not quite as important. It's just, it's, she had mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And that's related and part of it but she still I mean you know mental health issues or not she still was a person whose life was unjustly taken exactly um so after the maintenance people left a psychiatrist was sent to her home he concluded that she was and this is a quote I'm, I'm not sure about these terms these days but she was psychotic and unable to manage her affairs properly. Um, He recommended that she be hospitalized. 
social services decided that the best way to do this was to evict her over her, it was something like $98 of unpaid rent. So they decided to evict her over that and then hospitalize her. As far as I can tell, there was no consultation with her family. There was no discussions with her about this from what I can see. It was just these decisions were made for her. Yep. Um, that didn't go down super well with Eleanor, who told the housing authority workers who came to carry out the eviction that she would throw boiling lie at the next one she saw. Um, the, the situation sort of started escalating from there. The NYPD sent in their emergency service unit who were meant to be specially trained to help in situations with people who were, and this is another quote that I'm not super sure about, um, to help with people who were emotionally disturbed okay. is what they said. Yeah. Um, well, remember this is 1984. I mean, you know, these, these, this is the terminology that was used. I mean, yeah. I still, still don't know how you couldn't get an involuntary commitment order and have done this without this turning into the mess it did, but okay. I think that the issue wasn't so much with getting her committed so much as getting her out of the apartment but to the, then be committed. Right. But, well, and yeah, what I know about it and what, what's true are entirely different. You know, you, you, it was New York in 1984. Who knows? Yeah. What the rules actually were. I mean, you'd have a better idea. You were... Yeah, well. But it doesn't, you know, I just don't know what the rules really were in New York at that time and what their funding... You know, did they have social services that were specially centered on elderly people and, and people with mental health disorders that need to, to be committed? And I, I don't know what their system was. Yeah, neither. I just it, it it's just looking at it now. Uh, you look at it and go, how the hell did they not have this in place? But again, like you said, it was thirty six years ago. Exactly. I, a lot of things were not in place back then that are now. And a lot of things were different. And uh, they were. You know, like our understanding around mental health and how to deal with that has changed so much just in the past 10 years, much well, less in the past I mean, even then, nearly 40. Well, I mean, even then, they were diagnosing a lot of people as psychotic and schizophrenic and all elderly people who, in fact, were just Alzheimer's. Or dementia. Or dementia. And, I mean, that's and, not and saying that that's what happened with to, her that's, and that's no. what she had. It's just that... But the thing of it is that was a mistaken diagnosis that was given at the time. Yeah. And, and people reacted <laughs> according to what they, they knew. Mm. So, you know, I mean, I'm not letting anybody off the hook for it, but I'm just saying it was a different world, literally. <laughs> oh, it totally was. Um, so they eventually entered her apartment um, to find the 69-year-old woman um, naked and holding a large kitchen knife, like 10 inches, like a big boy kitchen knife. Yeah. Um, they did attempt to restrain her to, uh -huh. you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say to their credit because no credit here, but you know, they, they did at least attempt to restrain her at first. Um, but then she fought free. 
Um, that's when Officer Stephen Sullivan fired two shots from his 12-gauge shotgun inside an apartment, like a New York City apartment. And it would have been a Housing Authority apartment. Yeah. Would have been the size of the room we are in now. A 12-gauge? Uh-huh. Twice. Yeah. I don't know how quick succession those two shots were. It, it didn't say, it is, and yeah, honestly, this is so... And I read so many stories of horrifyingly beside, I mean, sad no. murders mm. of wow. women, whether... You know, women and trans women, who are women, by the way, J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling, mm-hmm. Um, who were murdered by the police, that by the time that I finally settled on covering this... No, I mean, you don't have enough headspace to deal with that kind of It was rough. Well, yeah. It's just that amount of ugly. How can you... You just can't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You really... You just can't. I mean... (laughs) No. No, you just can't. Um, So, I don't know how... If it was in quick succession or if it was one shot and then... They said that she was still coming at them with a knife. Um, but the doctor who then received her the in the morgue said that her hand was essentially just a bloody stump at that stage. So they shot her in the hand first, oh which would have rendered her incapable of coming after them with a knife. Mm-hmm. But then they shot her really closely in the chest with a 12 gauge. All the shotgun pellets went into her chest. That's how close it was. So, okay. Just well, a reminder, she's 69 years old. Yeah. I'm suffering from mental health issues. She's already in ill health. She's got, like, arthritis. She's not exactly a ninja coming after yeah, you. I was going to say, we're not talking Bruce Lee material here. No. Not um, even a little bit. Mm-mm. Um. So... It, it really does seem like there wasn't much or any effort to de-escalate this situation before it got to this. But even at this, you know, nearly 70, frail health already. And I get that she had a knife, but she was outnumbered and literally outgunned. <laughs> literally brought a knife to a gunfight. Um, wow. She could have been taken alive after the first shot, or even better, subdued and helped rather than murdered. Hospitalized would have been nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's her death. Mm. Sullivan was indicted on second-degree murder charges and pled not guilty. He was eventually acquitted. Okay. Um, there were a couple tries to charge him. It was nasty. I didn't want to get into the whole his trial because that's no. actually not what this is about. No, it's not. Um, it's not about the point giving is, press to, to people like that. No, and the point is that he got away with this. Mm. Yes, he wasn't a cop anymore. He ended up being like a bus driver. But he has his life and she's, she doesn't. She's still dead. Yeah, she's still dead. Yeah, And and she still has, what, seven children and ten grandchildren who don't you know, have Who don't get to see her anymore. Yep. Um, but the aftermath of this... She was one of the one of mm-hmm. the first cases 
that really sparked widespread protests mm -hmm. and she got a lot of press well, she didn't no, her the, death the death got yes. a lot of press and got people quite angry mm -hmm. um so much so that spike lee's do the right thing mm -hmm. which i'm gonna have to find and watch um even <laughs> though it looks when i was reading about it i thought oh, oh maybe a, you, this you, is one for yeah for a night that I really feel like crying. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, this this is a definite two two tissue box and yeah and yeah. But you know these sorts of things are really important for us to confront as well. True. You know it's not enough for you and I to sit here and go it's horrible and you know oh we're not racist but that's I, not good enough. You have to be actively anti-racist now. You always had to be, but yeah, you know people are realizing that now, thankfully. Mm. And it's important for us to confront the things that have happened yeah. in the past that continue to happen, because that old adage about people, something about history, not Those learning, repeating, learn you know, repeating everyone it. knows that one, mm -hmm. something yeah. like that. Anyway, and, and, yet. <laughs> and yet here we are again. And yet we're rerunning. We've got Nazis and race riots. It's fabulous. Forties to the sixties all over again. Everything yeah, is shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Spike Lee dedicated um, the movie in the end credits to the families of Eleanor Bumpers, Michael Griffith, Arthur Miller, Edmund Perry, Yvonne Smallwood, and Michael Stewart, mm. who were all six black people five of whom were killed by police officers. Yeah. I do remember some of this, now that you mentioned their names. It's been a long time since I've heard their names. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, it's so important to actually remember the names of people. Mm -hmm. And there's that whole movement with Say Their Names and lots of mm -hmm. podcasts did the podcast Blackout last week where mm -hmm. they just did an episode of Say Their Names. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talked about it and thought about it and we were going to do it and then we're actually just heartbroken at the time and couldn't bring ourselves no. to but I was no. listening last night to um, one of my favorite podcasts I'm gonna sound like such a nerd right now but I love it so mm. much um, Harry Potter and the sacred texts <laughs> <laughs> and it was really apropos the episode that I was listening to um, because they were talking about the power of remembering people's names. Mm -hmm. um, they were talking about it in the context of, you know, um, war memorials, especially in the UK and Europe, mm. that are tombs of an unknown soldier, and how important it is to remember those people, even though they may be nameless, mm. and important to remember the people who have names as well. well do you remember back years ago, um, and I don't know if they still do it, but they used to, on Anzac Day, um, they would read the roll. Do you remember that? No. On Radio Pacific? They would actually read the roll of the Australian New Zealand forces. Uh, and, and the New Zealanders, the Kiwis in particular, that um, were killed during World War One. I. I wonder if they still was, do that. I do not know. But, and, I mean, and it would start, I think it started at... I want to say it was like 11 o'clock on um, on the night before, and they would read the names all through the night 
until you got to the the morning or the dawn service. Oh, that's a bit it powerful. It was gut wrenching. Can we just have a little think about what would that look like if people did that for people like this? Yeah. Oh my. Oh, you would have had to start days ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, it would be a week long event. But just to remember those mm -hmm. people and their names and the fact that they had lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wh whatever on, you on think about their lives and their life choices, but, that but doesn't actually matter. It's not about you. It's about the fact that they had a life. Exactly. So, and and the emphasis being on had. Yeah. I mean, they are still dead. Hmm. So you know, all of the hoping and wishing doesn't that things will change isn't going to give them their lives back. Maybe it'll prevent someone else from joining them. Yeah. That's about all you can hope for right now. Oh, so do I get... It's your turn. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, okay. I I did decide to just look at Brianna Taylor's situation, and I'm going to tell you, um, there's a, two words that are used in the Orthodox faith when someone dies. It's memory eternal. So that I think should apply to all of these people. Um, but Brianna Taylor uh, was a 26 year old EMT. Her birthday would have been this past week on June 5th. I saw that. Yeah. Um, apparently she wanted to be a nurse and was, was studying towards that. She had a whole plan, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she apparently did. Like, she um, had her shit together. Yeah, she was, yeah, uh, and by all accounts, she was a remarkable young lady, um, very giving, very kind, and, you know, did everything that she was supposed to do to have a decent life. That's so unfair. So, while she was sleeping in her home, the police came to the door and used a battering ram, and they did not apparently announce themselves as police. And the same people who had taken the same oath that she did to protect and serve fired in excess of 20 bullets, they believe, um, into her apartment and apparently into the, one of the apartments next door. Eight of those bullets landed in her body. That's, so. that's what I read as well when I was looking yeah. this all up last night. Yeah is that um, apparently at first they thought that she had the gun? No, her, her boyfriend, I, I think, was to, trying to, you know, he asked who was there. He, got, he says he got no answer. You know, and it's, the, it's the a, neighbors corroborate that story right. as well. But so he fired a warning shot, and apparently the warning shot did hit one of the policemen, um, only wounding him. I say only, like that's a good thing. But, well, but the thing being, he, he did fire a shot, and then that's when the more than or at least 20 bullets were fired into that apartment. It's um, so irresponsible as well. Like it went into other people's apartments. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, it, here's the thing that kills me. This, this happened on March 16th, or March 13th, excuse me. Um, but this happened during all of the, uh, when the pandemic was, was getting its feet under it, and you had the whole 
let's celebrate essential workers and how much we love and appreciate them and how we thank them. Well, she was one of them. She was an EMT, she right? She was one of those frontline essential workers it's that people were all over the television and the radio saying thank you and how much we love you and yeah. But she's, people are just now getting mad that she's being murdered. Right. Um, and to be honest with you, I, I really... Uh, I don't have words to suit this. And I, I went through and was reading some tributes to her. And there was one woman. Um, her name is Catherine Freeman. And she's a Master of Divinity student at Baylor's Truett Seminary. And... I'll quote from what she said. Um, she said, uh, Brianna Taylor should be alive. Her mother should get to help her plan her wedding and straighten her cap and her nursing school graduation. Instead, her mother is left to grieve and to fight for answers and to demand justice for her daughter. And I thought, that, that covers it, that's it. And this was, Catherine Freeman um, apparently wrote, a, well did, write a large article about the forgotten black women. So if you have an opportunity, um, you can look it up. It's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, if you just look up Catherine Freeman, I think, but it's the, believe it or not, Baptist Standard article. So this was in a, a, a church magazine, I guess, that she wrote for but it was just so appropriate and so true. But And she also has a, a link there called justiceforbriana.org. So anyone who's interested in doing some good, <laughs> learning some more, and, you know, memory eternal, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I gotta have gin now. Forget the coffee. I'm, I'm going home and having a gin. <laughs> uh, we should have recorded this at night. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm but actually. No. Mm. I wouldn't want anyone else to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are putting it out on Spotify. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want anyone else in the house to hear this. Let's put it that way. But. Um, yeah, and I do so well with the whole crying thing, so, you know. I know, I'm I just, yeah. I'm not good at that either. Uh, so, <clears throat> I'm going to go get a glass of gin. <laughs> yep, if I didn't have to drive in a couple hours, I'd be with you. Yep, I'm going to go get a glass of gin and make a, a loaf of bread. That'll make me feel better. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um. So... Because this is so sad, and because we didn't do one last week, we're gonna do two episodes this week. Yeah, tomorrow will be better. Hopefully, it'll be better. <laughs> oh, tomorrow should be fun. It's yes. um, we're gonna cover the New England Vampire Panic. <laughs> which... It's one gone of my favorites. From, gone from one level of bloodsucker to another. <laughs> yeah, but I prefer the next I, one. Yeah, I, I really like the vampire. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, if you've got some spare cash lying around, think about donating to Southern Poverty Law Center or Black Lives Matter. Um, there's countless charities out there. 
There's right. the bail funds for all the protesters. <laughs> but honestly, go to the, the justiceforbriana.org and I am sure that there will be some direction as to places that you can donate because yeah. there were several, several, several other women who it, no one remembers or, or they just sort of made a blurb and then went on. And then that was a... Yeah, they did not get anywhere near all these hashtags and videos and... and that, that the young men are getting. Women of color are so yes. forgotten that, that's, when it comes to this. And that's what caught my eye with her um, with her article, um, was the fact that, you know, she did. She actually calls them the forgotten black women. Mm. And, it's, and they are. It's a true story. <laughs> I mean, they, they really are. So, yeah, if, if you, you know, want to be a good human and think about things and maybe try and help, this would be a good start. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay, well, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to listen to us. <laughs> we won't be, always be so downer, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Uh, yeah, that happened. Um, we are. Oh my God! I do this every single time. Facebook page, but I don't remember how that goes. I think it's just yeah, that happened. Oh, okay. um, our Instagram is yeah, that happened pod. Our Twitter, which I'm just. This is the first time I've ever done twittering, and I, I don't necessarily get it, but I'm trying. Um, I'm old. <laughs> you say in front of your mother you're old great what does that make me you're real old i'm antique man yeah i could sell you for a profit oh Ooh. no sorry no i should not have oh this is see oh, self-monitoring man it's not as easy as it sounds i is didn't it? mean it the way it just came out god that was bad were you going with pimping me out was that no, I just meant it like a Sotheby's auction, or like a vase from <laughs> antiquity. Antiques roadshow material. <laughs> yeah, look at what I found in my attic. And she's crazy in everything. Please, somebody tell me she's worth something. <laughs> oh, God, did you find it? Um, yeah, I did. God, that Good. was... I did not mean it that way. Um, it is our Twitter is at YTH podcast um, yeah well see but that's just proof positive that self monitoring and, and paying attention to what you say because your words matter yeah but, that, but we never have really thought about it so much before now I mean that comes out of your mouth and the first thing you think is oh my god I can't believe I, I should just... not have said that right. not in this context not in this context now just yeah so yeah you're you're a living example of what we need to do on a daily basis oh, all of us definitely like we need to do better yeah so you see we ended on a high you, 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 Did we? You made uh, an ass of yourself and acknowledged God, what it. Else I like is it. <laughs> well, at least it was you this time. <laughs> it will be next time, too. It's a win for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. God. Um, normally, we sign off by saying thanks for listening to all the worthless shit we know, but let's be honest, this is going to be the most worthwhile episode we ever do. This is probably true. So, so this was not worthless shit. 
No. God, no. Um, go donate to a charity, to a cause. Go donate to Black Lives Matter or Southern Poverty Law Center. Go to that website. Um, can you send it to me and I'll put it up on the yeah, thingy? Yeah, well, I will send on that the interwebs. to you. On the interwebs, you kid you. God, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So this was not worthless shit. No, this was not worthless okay. shit. All right. Okay. So well, I guess I'm gonna go get my gin now. So I'm gonna go make a tea and curl up in the beetle position and cry. That sounds like fun too. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Okay. All right. Honey. We'll see you. Talk to you. We'll, be in your ear holes. We'll be in your ear this holes this week. This week. Yes. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.